My wife will tell me that she's, she always says that I don't like the way she talks. And it's not her voice. I like the sound of her voice. It's the information that she chooses to tell me at times. We took a trip uh, to Florida, to Fort Lauderdale, and her and our daughter are flying from Nashville, where we live, and I'm flying from Detroit. We're meeting at Fort Lauderdale's airport. I have to find them when they land. So I called her, because I was about to take off, and I was like, all right, what time do you guys leave? She goes, noon, and it was 11.30, and they're still at home. I was like, Laura, I don't know if you even know what an airport is. <laughs> but if that plane was in our driveway, I don't think you could make it. And she said, that's what time we leave for the airport. Our flight's not until 1.30. And I was like, all right. So what do you think I wanted to know when I asked that? <laughs> Is that what you thought the best time you could give me was a time that means nothing to nobody? <laughs> what time did you go to bed last night? Just tell me that, and I'll just look up all the planes that land in Florida, and I'll guess which one I think you're on. She said, I'm sorry I don't talk the way you want me to talk. I'm like, I want you to talk like a regular person, all right? like you've been around people before, you know? We didn't talk in Florida, I'll tell you that. Uh... Oh my gosh, that is Nate Bargetts, and we're going to hear from him throughout the morning. Now I got to tell you, I got Marco Galberth in the studio. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna take on his wife a couple of times in some of his jokes, <laughs> so she must either just love him or she doesn't listen to his stand. Yeah, he's good. He's funny. He's hilarious. <laughs> so we're gonna hear from uh, from Nate a little bit. Yeah. Uh, later on this morning, uh, Janet's still not feeling well. She may check in for the five and dine today. We'll see what happens. Mm. Talked to her after the show yesterday, Marco, and she just. You know, you hate to say she sounded horrible. She but sounded bad the first day she was getting it. You could tell, yeah. nasal. And, yeah, the, and yeah. I could tell, oh, she's getting it. Here yeah. it comes. And she got it full, full bore. Yeah, that's not good. So uh, we're, we're hoping that uh, we'll get to hear from her a little bit later on uh, this morning. But you know what? It is Friday. Hello, Friday. I've been waiting for you for a long time. You the Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. How about... Mark Albert. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good intro. Yeah. So uh, it is Friday, and we're going to have the Friday funnies. We'd uh, love to hear from you. Of course, having Marco here for the first hour and a half of the show, and then uh, it's a tag team with him and Colt Johnson. We'll come in a little bit later to talk about AI and tech stuff, but uh, we're going to address some some interesting things that have happened just really in the last uh, 48 hours with Marco. Marco from T4 Tactics. And uh, gracious enough to sit in for this first hour and a half. Around 7.30, we'll have Matt Ferguson, our staff meteorologist here at the Virginia Talk Radio Network. He's going to tell us about the impending storm. So, uh, of <laughs> When Matt and I are on, it's just no good. It's just, it's, it, things go bad. When you hear Matt and Mark Orr coming on, it's just things are bad. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, Lordy. So we're going to hear from Matt around 7.30. And uh, hopefully, you know, I don't know. Is it, there's no telling. And until it, I'm from Missouri when it comes to this stuff. Right. When it's coming to know from the south in the southwest yeah it usually does get here that's right you know that's so right. that's been my experience a lot of times a mountain stops if it's coming from the west straight over and we get protected and the shenandoah valley gets blasted right. so uh, we'll see well let's go to our thought of the day the only impossible journey is the one 
you've never began. That's good. Yeah. It's true. The only poss- uh, the only impossible journey is the one you never began. You never know unless you try it. it, it absolutely right. Our Mind Jam trivia today. Today, many celebrate the 12th night. That's today. Mm-hmm. Many celebrate the 12th night. Some say if you don't uh, do this on the 12th night, it's bad luck. What are we talking about? Uh, hmm. You can text us, and I'm going to do my best to follow your text at uh, 434-248-0704. Uh, this day in history, Mr. Marco. January 5th, 1925, Nellie Taylor Ross of Wyoming became the first female governor inaugurated in the U.S. She is quite an amazing lady. Yeah. Uh, born, I- in, born in 1876. Wow. And then died in 1977. Okay. Born at the centennial of the nation, the Honorable Mrs. Ross rose from the tragic death of her husband, Wyoming's first Governor Ross, soon becoming a force in national politics. Called to service as vice chair of the Democratic National Committee and vice presidential nominee in 1928, Mrs. Ross was an ardent ally of FDR and became his first cabinet appointment in 1933. 1928 she was the vice presidential choice wow wow i mean we were we were doing pretty good even yeah, back then yeah quite frankly yeah to think wow. that somebody to think they stole votes back then i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm kidding actually no i'm not <laughs> what if well, the, what if the narrator narrator on that one i would say she was the first one for election fraud <laughs> in 1879 <laughs> well i i she was she was really humming along until she was a ardent supporter of FDR. Right, right. You but know, what I, an amazing, what an amazing yeah, really. accomplishment! The first oh, yeah. female governor of the United States. That's yeah. That's and, and back then, I'm sure it was even harder back then. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, good so for her. She, she was a pioneer, no doubt about it. Absolutely. All right, let's get to some music now on this day, brother. Oh, that's me. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to play some music. Oh, I am going to. I'm new at this. Bear with me, folks. Okay. 1969, Credence Clearwater Revival. I love Revival. I love them. Yeah. Uh, Released their second album, Bayou Bayou Country, featuring singles Good Golly Miss Molly and Proud Mary. Yeah. Good song. Yeah. love tina turner but this is the better version yeah yeah <laughs> yeah ccr i i was a teenager and i've interviewed david drake on our program i grew up with david he was about four or five years older than me so we learned to play football me and my little brother at ages like i don't know i think we were 12 and 10 right and david was already in high school yeah and david was six one he ended up going to play for i believe it was Tulane uh-huh. later on as a defensive tackle wow and uh, so we just sort of idolized this guy he uh, taught us how to play football and of course i love ccr and we yeah. listened to a lot of ccr yeah. in his but you house know, and, and i listened to it in high school and they were they were around long before forrest gump but when i hear when i hear their music yeah. i think of the forrest gump movie yeah because they you know they played a lot of their songs at soundtrack yeah yeah uh, yeah that's cool good good amazing group yeah really when, when rock and roll was really good when music was good yeah yeah hey amen brother i said it right here on the show yesterday i think Music took a vacation in the eighties. Yeah, it seemed to stop in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had. Some, I like the older, older classic rock. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> Good stuff. All right, our final one. 
tricky dicky there. Uh. Yeah, January fifth, nineteen seventy-two, President Richard Nixon signed a bill approving five point five billion over six years to build and test the NASA space shuttle. That's a lot of money back 5. in seventy-two. Yeah, that is wow, a lot of money. And this was, of course, the man that got to disperse some of this money at NASA. Most right. historic step in the history of the space program in that it gives man for the first time the capability of routinely and at a moment's notice when necessary of getting to and from space with either men or equipment and this all can be done within the framework and can be fit in to essentially what is today's space budget yeah Mm. and he had a little model of how it would be yeah. mounted on a 747 to transport it. And that was 1972 where they approved the $5.5 billion. But when was the first shuttle launch? Not until 80s? Yeah, it was in the 80s. Yeah. 80, that took a long time. 80, which 81. Of, yeah. A lot of technology and I guess it is rocket science. Yeah, it, it really <laughs> is. Now, uh, and a and, and little sidetrack here because you were in Daytona yeah. for many years. Yeah. You could see, at, at, probably especially at the night one. You could one, see it and feel it. You could feel from it. Daytona, from which was, Daytona, which was a good... Titusville. Yeah, two hour and a half, two hours. Okay. Uh, we'd go down there a lot, but just to feel the rumble and the sonic boom coming in you yeah. know, on the landing. But yeah, from Daytona, you could feel it and hear that? it, uh, especially the night launches. It It's cool because you'd see it go up and it would get quite a ways up in the air and then the sound would hit you. Because really? light travels quite quicker yeah, than yeah. sound. Uh, and... Uh, and, and then you feel that rumble, and it just makes it all worth it. See, I didn't realize you felt it in. Yeah, you could feel it in inside you, not so much yeah. on the ground, right. but you could feel the rumble uh, inside you, the, the percussion. I was yeah. going to a little Bible college in Kissimmee. Yeah, yeah. Poinsettia was right outside of Kissimmee. Right. And we we actually walked out of class. Yeah. The day the first one launched, and and f- even from Kissimmee. You saw what appeared to be a flame that was a half inch uh-huh. long yeah. and, and a tiny white dot, yep. which was the actual shuttle. Yeah. And uh, then at night, it just lights up the entire yeah, that's what I, sky. I, I wish I could have seen a night. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So I wish they still did those. Yeah, isn't that the truth? Uh, so the space shuttle, uh, today, that money was uh, allocated $5.5 billion, And uh-huh. we learned an awful lot. And quite frankly, we've, we have benefited. Oh, yeah. When we get in our cars and turn the key. Right. We benefited from that technology yep. in, in the vehicles we drive and everything else right. in our homes. Uh, let's hit some birthdays today. Robert Duvall. Wow. Uh, he is 92. Favorite uh, Duvall film? Uh, just to- Oh, uh, Falling Down, when he was the cop. Oh. The guy with... Um, oh, Michael Douglas? Yeah, Michael Douglas. I, I forgot I like he that. was in that film. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow, I've drawn a blank, but he's. I've always liked him. He's, yeah. He's, he's uh, the roles that he's played. Yeah. I, I like the one, The Prophet, where he plays the preacher. That. Yeah. Oh, it's an interesting film. Yeah. It's a very interesting film. Uh, Great Santini. Okay. Also, he was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A really dramatic role. And 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 I have a cousin in Northern Virginia uh-huh. who has a best friend who has two Italian restaurants in the area. Yeah. And Duvall would come to one of them regularly. Really? And said one of the nicest guys. Does he live in Northern Virginia he, area? He lives outside of, of, because he was one of the ones protesting some of the stuff that was being done in that area. Right. Because uh, he had a big farm there. Yeah, wow. So Robert Duvall turning 92 today. Hey, fun, son. Nothing else in the world smells like that. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Bruno cancels out what they did to my father. Well, certainly we ought to hear what they had to say. No, no. 
No, no more. Not at all at war. We go to the Some matches. of the other families won't sit still. They never had war. me, Salazar. Your father wouldn't want to hear this. This is business, not personal. They shot my father. Even the shooting of your father was business, not personal, Sonny. I'm getting chills. Yeah, yeah. That's from The Godfather. Yeah, good and movie. That, and that was that was in the 70s. Yeah, that was a long time ago. That was, yeah. that was 50 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just amazing. What, what a career. And same with this next lady. She's turning 77. I love her even more than I did many years ago. Diane Keaton uh-huh. turning 77. I just love her. What was I thinking? I have never lied to you. I have always told you some version of the truth. <laughs> truth doesn't have versions, okay? My life has just been turned upside down. Mine too. Well, then let's just each get our bearings. I don't want my bearings. I've had my bearings my whole life. <laughs> yes. Jack Nicholson, I, you know, it's a love-hate relationship it is. with him. Yeah, yeah. You know, but he is a good actor. Oh, absolutely. He is just amazing. Absolutely. Um, so that's that's them playing across. And I can't remember the name of the film now, but it's quite funny. Uh, let's go to Bradley Cooper. He's turning 48 years old. I, I, I like this guy, too, as well. I'm just asking you not to marry him. Wow. <sighs> This congregation really doesn't care about how depressing your life is, John. Okay? Claire, baby, can you just can you go back up on the altar so we can have a wedding? Claire, on that altar right now! Wow. Getting a nice preview of what marriage is going to be like with Ike Turner here. <laughs> <laughs> That's the wedding crashers yeah, on yeah, that one. Yeah. Former talk show host and creepy man all around, Charlie Rose, uh-huh. been known to walk into the studio naked. Turning 81 years old wow. today. Me Too movement got him. They're yeah. in the end fighting over land that they both believe, Palestinians and the Israelis, that they have a historic right to. Um, why do you think that they can ever, ever live side by side? I, the only thing that makes me think of Charlie is the alternative, because you're looking at it now. Charlie Rose still having a popular podcast. Yeah. You know, uh, doing, he's still cranking it out. And really, he is. He's good at what he does. Mm-hmm. He's kind of that low-key kind of guy that gets the interview, mm-hmm. kind of like a Larry King, but a little yeah. less whatever, no suspenders right. and, and no clothes either, right. apparently. Wow. <laughs> but uh, anyway, guitarist Chris Stein from Blondie turning 73, 73. today. Yeah. Wow. Still hitting those licks pretty good. So that's our birthdays for today. We'll have one more going into the break. Getting back to our Mind Jam trivia right now. Today, many celebrate the 12th night. Some say if you don't do this, it's bad luck. What are we talking about? I will get to the answer. I have been so busy here. I haven't really tracked what the listeners are saying. My bad. It is a little bit uh, of a uh, a challenge to do some of these things. And I and I should have given you, Marco, the uh the the website so you could track that my apologies <laughs> marco gabra sitting in we've got some interesting things to talk about uh for the next hour plus with marco some things that uh, happened here in lynchburg at the airport recently as well as uh something that uh, a story we touched on when we talked by phone yesterday that will go into a little bit more depth that that uh, affects concealed weapons and going into a bar in the meantime going into the break right now at 6 21 it is 
bass player of the Newsboys, at least formerly of the Newsboys. I think he may still tour with them just a little bit. His name is Phil Joel, and he's got a long, long, beautiful, blonde, curly hair, still at age 51. Well, love is patient, love is kind, never jealous, free of pride. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. The Morning Jam. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. On the twelfth day, my true love gave to me. Twelve drummers drumming like Olympus upon the Straight no chaser, that is going out to my sister-in-law, who is on her way back to Florida, to Danellen. She's driving this morning. So care, uh, careful travels, safe travels, my, my darling sister-in-law. Her name is Karen. And yes, she breaks the mold when it comes to mm. being named Karen. She is anything but what we've come to uh, know culturally as a Karen. Right, right. She's a lovely lady, so safe tra- travels for you, sis. And, of course, my wife loves that song as well. That is Straight No Chasers, the 12th day of Christmas. It's our Mind Jam trivia today. Many celebrate the 12th night. Some say if you don't do this on the 12th night, it is bad luck. Uh, Marco, what are we talking about? I never do this. It's interesting, but don't take down your Christmas decorations until the twelfth night, or you could have some bad luck. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. We just took ours down last night. So did you? Okay. Yeah, but we didn't do it before midnight, so we were on the eleventh night. So well, do 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 dun 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 da 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 da. That's right. Yeah, we need to cue some music, scary music. Right. So that is uh, that's what we're talking about. It is the uh, the packing up of everything. That'll be this weekend. I think you know with the weather. Depending on what yeah. Matt Ferguson releases on us, right? Um, you know, we could be all doing a lot of that packing yeah. if we're not going to be driving around. The morning jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb.